Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar. Welcome to the second part of Audio Gyan with uh, Mohi Bahauddin Dagar. Uh, we spoke about uh, Rudravina in the first part, its construction, few historical aspects, and its bright future. And we concluded that part uh, with uh, like bits of uh, patience as a keyword, which is uh, going to be the next part. Uh, it's mainly documenting uh, Dagar sir's thoughts on music. So thank you, sir, again, and welcome back to uh, Audio again, and thank you for giving your time. Uh, so this mainly part uh, will try and. Um, yeah, document few aspects and thoughts about uh, uh, music from you. Mm. Uh, so I would like to start by asking uh, like the most fundamental question, which I've done with design also. I come from a design background, so there also mm. patience is required, mm. which you briefly spoke about in the earlier episode also. So uh, And also in one of your interviews, it's mentioned like uh, a binker must never be in a hurry. Mm. So can you elaborate on that? See, basically there are when you come to learn an art form, uh, first you have to understand the craft. You have to be able to master the craft in, in a particular manner. Then the second thing is to understand the, how the art flows. The third thing is to, there are three things basically. In the third part, there are three things. There is you, there is the instrument, and there is the art. And how these three will fall in one single plane coincide when they come on one on top of the other, then the art will flow. So, what is the limitation of yourself? What is the limitation of the art? What is the limitation of, of the instrument? Uh, what are the pluses of all the three things? You have to gauge. And that takes a lot of time. First, you learn the art, basic thing. Then you try to go deeper into it. And when you start going deeper, then you keep on uh, change, changing the balance of these three things until it coincides in, in, in these three planes, coincide in a proper manner, and it becomes one. So that takes about 20 years, I feel. So that's why I say patience is the key, because uh, everything else is information. To put that information through everything, uh, it's like today we press a button and, you know, the, the box comes out, whatever you want. But... It has taken years to put that information there. So, if you're going to be playing music, you're going to be the person who's going to be putting the information there. That's why you have to wait. Because <clears throat> it's natural, sometimes it's going to be good, and most of the time it's going to be bad. It can be totally depressing. It's not a very happy, happy journey to, to be a musician. There are a lot of downs and very little ups. Mm -hmm. So, uh, making yourself resilient to all these things. So I think you have to give it a lot of time and then it starts flowing out. Maturity is one thing also in it, mm -hmm. uh, mind-wise if you are growing mature, not just by ideology but, but, uh, but how you process that uh, maturity in actions and then everything starts flowing because that, uh, the word for it is you create the patra, the vessel in which you can contain all this okay. and that creating the vessel takes time, rest everybody can play. I mean. Enjoy. Wow, very beautifully put. <laughs> because me and uh, Mani issues with us today, uh, we were like we we're just 
exploring or touching the flute if we, if we may call mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like my uh, guru in uh, bangalore he said like at least first 5 years don't even tell that you're learning yeah. you're basically listening, listening and yeah. then maybe in another 15 20 years you're probably like just fine tuning your fingers on to yeah. the whole yeah. and then maybe you'll start exploring some uh, own expression maybe yeah so what happens the whatever little you learn yeah by the time you assimilate that and make something out of it it grows already it's like putting a seed the plant is going to keep on coming out and to contain to make that plant you know in in a very happy environment you have to keep on uh, adjusting it so you can't go to a next plant already you know one rag will take few years and once you discover that then you know how how other things are working in relationship to uh, in relationship to this so uh, guru spoke absolutely right it takes time you have to just give it time patience um, it's difficult in india because you know boys get patience only after after 16 years they get some akkal so they come to learn mm-hmm. some brains girls do a little bit earlier but by the by the time a boy is 21 he the parents ask him to make the money and the girl is 21 they ask her to get married mm-hmm. but uh, earlier they would not bring out a musician unless he was 35 40 they would give him 15 years of training and then bring him out because uh, whole lot of other things also the way you speak the way you eat what you eat what are your thoughts everything has to be channelized uh, like the way you want to become a musician mm-hmm. you can't think like a actor and behave like a musician and play like something else no mm-hmm. everything has to be has to be a single stream of thought ek vichar dhara has to be one correct and you have to always be in that satsang mode also yeah right? but Because... that takes time i mean how much ever we be in the satsang mode it takes time to imbibe that and to for it to become a part of you and come out mm-hmm. because there is the seed and then there are the, uh, there is a tree and then there are the flowers the seed will represent the style you come from but the flowers will not be the same so what is your own and where you come from both are to be seen mm-hmm. so moment you play the flute now after 15 years they will look at you and say you are so and so student that means it's 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 it was a very fruitful journey mm-hmm. so that takes time correct correct so is it possible in today's time to play like a traditional dhrupad or even anything uh like which is core to the musician and not really appealing to the audience right so is it possible because there are there's this two classic school and then there is this pop school right which is mainly youtube likes ke liye bana rahe hain mm-hmm. whatever कॉन्सर्ट्स के लिए बट देर इज समथिंग विच इज मच मोर प्योर तो इज इट रियली पॉसिबल टू डूटी में कहा गधी पे दिल गया तो परी क्या चीज है then then anything is possible it's it's not a matter of impossibility at any given point this century or any century everybody did it because they loved it and people thought einstein was mad but he made e is equal to mc square people thought mozart was mad but he produced such great music uh there is a thin line of difference between madness and also you know uh, uh, absolute brilliance but if you dare to follow what you want to do you will be there in some time 
and there, there is no time limit for that. I cannot say you will come there in five, five years or 15 years, but you have to follow your dream no matter what. Then, no, uh, but in the current time, these keep changing, matter. right? Sometimes I am like super... Current time you are thinking because now you are in the current time. When your father was there, that, that current time there was something else was a difficulty. Every generation has to set a set, have uh, has to have surpassed a certain set of difficulty. 20 years I have decided to play that I will play Dalab. And now people come and listen to Dalab. Now they don't have a choice, too bad. But uh, that's how it is. I mean, you stick to what you uh, believe in and you do it, it blossoms. When a flower blossoms in the garden, you'll be standing out the most. People, everybody will want it. Yeah. It's the, I mean, you can always say <clears throat> there is a lot of technology and people are not patients and all. But I mean, it's fine. I mean, what can I do if people are impatient? It's not my call. We all talk about meditation, but how many of us really want to go and meditate? Because once you go into meditation, you don't come out of it. We do it for 10 minutes and say, oh, it feels good. But that is not real meditation. But if you really want to do it, you won't come out of it. Mm. It's like, it's like you're doing this audio again. Why do you do it? <clears throat> Maybe it gives you money. But it, no, it that, <laughs> but that cannot be the end result, you know. Anything you do for a long time will give you money. Mm. If you don't really enjoy doing this, yeah. in two years going to be, you're going to wrap this up and say, "Yeah, both okay, I will do something else." Okay. So no, in that, fact, that uh, passion, if the passion is there, no matter what century you are in, you bring it on. Mm-hmm. No, in fact, this I quote in I've quoted in multiple interviews also. When I finished my twelve years of professional work, I'm a designer, so mm-hmm. I've been doing designing for twelve years, mm-hmm. and I was happy that like probably startup chalu karte, ya, do something else, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I reflect back, saying Kishori Amonkar, twenty five years just learning boop or mm-hmm. trying to discover boop. Mm-hmm. Look, look at the time scale and look at the like time scale which we as the new generation are trying to. No, we we as a new generation have a different model of school and learning. Uh-huh. That's why we are at uh, a little bit of a loss, I would say. Not uh, not everyone is at loss because not everyone is capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who like the other method should go into the Gurukul system mm-hmm. absolutely and follow it. Yeah. Where. Uh, yeah, so the point which I was making is whom do you aspire to be or whom do you look up to? Like, hmm. are, what are your, who are your idols? Or So that's what I was... Well, if your idols are Kishore, Kishore Yamankarji, then uh, then it's difficult for you because she has done 25 years of one rap. It's all uphill. But, to, uh, but the joys of rediscovering again and again the same thing, um, that is what art teaches you Correct. and to spend time with it. So actually these questions, uh, the follow-up questions are also mainly after reading your um, uh, interview on the darbar.org. Mm. Uh, one of your interviews you mentioned, uh, there are no elders left to criticize the nonsense we play. First of all, I was very <laughs> like nonsense word, but yeah. Uh, so how do you ensure the quality is maintained? I mean, in today's time, there are two aspects to this. One is you play uh, with integrity and with sincerity, mm. whatever is taught. Mm. But eventually, every Kalakar wants someone to listen or someone to be there to appreciate it, right? Now, so one is how do you maintain that integrity? And the second is if the audience doesn't have a reference point 
to know what is good and what is great hmm. so then what is the whole deal about being pure see uh, when i talk about elders not being there for nonsense i mean it's it's always like a help you know when there is someone who's a very who's uh, a very profound musician and if he tells you something you know please pay attention to this detail hmm. it clears up years of work for you i mean that is what i miss i mean uh, uh yeah i mean i feel in front of my father or some uncle i am definitely playing nonsense because <clears throat> i feel to reach that you know take million years probably hmm. but uh, the seed has been given to every student and when my father passed away he said that i have taught everybody everything i know now it is for it is up to them to do it jo kare so uski vidya the person who does it it will be his he says i cannot make a musician out of anybody they know the path the guru is just a margadarshak he just one someone who shows the path they have to walk the path so you have to walk the talk now so uh, that is what keeps us going hmm. and over the years because you have been quite patient i won't say totally patient you understand that all these things that have been taught to you are slowly they are blossoming so and even if the older audience is not there uh, at times you meet newer people with whom you have interactions you have discussions about your work they talk about their work and you meet at a certain level and you, you understand that this person understands a certain uh, quality of uh, nuance that you know about and that's how you share your work so it keeps it alive that way mm-hmm. uh if the audience is finding it difficult i think the first thing is just to listen to it without expecting anything from it uh, as a small boy i used to go to concerts just sit and listen and my as to ask which rag it is my father said doesn't matter just listen to what is going on first how do you like it then i'll tell you what 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 rag it is is not important see if you can see the musician's journey in his work how do you feel about it that is what the work is about when he is playing the music he is not playing music he is talking about a certain part of his journey of his life or he is experiencing something he is sharing that experience with you do you see that in the work so uh, the audience will just go and listen i feel in a few years they start connecting the dots i mean some people ask me how do we understand classical music i said two years you listen to it then come and talk to me so i met a couple of people who don't understand music who are totally out of tune who could not place the name of a rag or even identify the scale of a rag but when someone plays a rag they will say this is a rag i said how do you no he said this movement is there it's a very fun movement it goes up and down a twist this rag i feel always i see it in this rag mm-hmm. then i know this is rag i said fine so uh the word there is rag swarup the soul of the rag mm-hmm. if you can identify that soul of the rag it takes time the other easiest method is to open a book and read all the rags and ha this is this is that but uh what happens is that sometimes i feel is knowing takes away the experience of uh, the unfolding before your eyes hmm. so anubhav uh 
or the experience which is happening there and there uh, comes with the anubhuti, you know, which is uh, uh, which is a kind of permi- permission of, of the divine grace to understand something. Mm-hmm. And in good time, you understand good things. Not everything is to be understood at the same time. Uh, maybe it might sound too too spiritual, but I think the Indian Indian psychology, the Indian subcontinent, is is exactly living on this the idea of spread and understanding of way of life. Mm-hmm. I have two questions. One small kissa. In fact, I was listening to one Kumar Gandhava's uh, interview online, and one of the audience member asked him, "How do I identify uh, gharanas?" Mm. And he said, "Wow, wow, खूब चांगला प्रश्न है. ऐसा करा, खूब आए का. That's it. Mm. <laughs> like just keep listening. Yeah, right? that's how you like. Yeah. Uh, you have to find your ang- You have to find you how you can you can hook yourself into that thing, mm. and what is special to you. Mm-hmm. Then that that retains with you for a lifetime. it's uh, it's not the same when someone else tells you yeah yeah you know it doesn't it has to touch you you have to understand and you say ha this is a part then when you talk to somebody else about it you have something to say about it mm-hmm. not what somebody else has said about it since it's a journey of the artist itself i don't want to like i will get into philosophy but uh, do these like legends if me if we mm-hmm. may call them mm-hmm. then feel alone because then they have or how do they see the light like or refine karna hai or refine karna hai what goes and this can obviously see, this uh, question itself is a musicians audio. good musicians are definitely alone okay. they might have thousand people around them but when they with their work they are definitely alone there is nobody with them there is nobody can who can take their hand and draw them and there is nobody who can support somebody will say wah wo bhi acha hai somebody will say bahut very bad that is also good you have to maintain doing the work you like to do so musicians are are i can say lone rangers absolutely and uh because the idea of music come somewhere from the idea of miniature painting it is related uh, there is the idea of spread where you walk into a canvas and you keep on roaming you keep on exploring it's like looking at the horizon you can never judge where it is but you can keep on walking towards it you keep on walking back and see how big it is with the two hills then it becomes small you know so it is a very exploratory thing mm. so once you start once the musicians start going into that then they leave back everything i mean uh uh my father is to say i mean i remember he says if you're doing a practice so be immersed in it if someone dies tell him die when i finish my practice i will get up and then i will look into you uh this is what most of the music i mean i know certain tabla player also from banaras gharana his son passed away he was doing his riyas and they opened the door and told him aapke beta guzar gaya उन्हें सब तैयारी करो मेक ऑल द प्रेपरेशंस बैम्बू एंड एवरीथिंग एंड कंटिन्यू टू डू इज रियाज एंड ही गॉट अप इट्स फॉर आउटसाइड वर्ल्ड इट माइट लुक लिटिल बिट इनसेंसिटिव बट द वर्ल्ड फॉर इट इज ध्यान इन अ वे आई थिंक यू आर सबमर्ज इन थॉट एंड यू डोंट वॉन्ट टू गेट आउट ऑफ इट एंड यू रिजॉल्व समथिंग बिकॉज इफ यू लीव इट दैट मोमेंट 
you never know when it's going to come back. Mm. There is no guarantee of that it's going to ever, ever going to come back. If you resolve with something, then the problems are going to arise. Mm. There will be economical problem, there will be social problem, there will be family problem. Yeah. And, and if you get up at that moment, I know it's gone. And a whole lot of musicians know it's gone. <clears throat> but it doesn't fit sociologically at all, Correct. you know. That's why these yeah, maybe alone also. Yeah, that's but, why uh, that's why they're alone. And he is and he is searching for a, a refinement because uh, it is again like the Indian philosophy. Once uh, once something is made, you have to destroy it. Hmm. You know, you begin with akar, uh, with shape, and you go into nirakar, go into shapelessness. Correct. So once you have completed something. You destroy it and you begin again on the basis of the experience of the first one. You start rebuilding something much more beautiful. Last time it was this, this time I'll build it again like this. Mm. So that's why we have that, you know, uh, we have Brahma, Vishnu and Mahesh. So creator, sustainer, destroyer. Then again creator, sustainer, destroyer. Yeah. And this, uh, probably it becomes much more easier in, in, in the work of music than in any other field. Because uh, the gains are much different, even though they can be ec economical in a sense, but you can't apply them. You know? Like if I pull a note, you can't say this is 2 rupees and this is 15 rupees. Or I cannot say why I'm asking for such amount in a concert. Mm. Somebody will say huge amount, somebody will like somebody and just go up and play for free. And there is no compromise on the work. So you cannot attribute money actually to the music. Mm -hmm. You cannot attribute a certain kind of uh, gain that gives returns to the music. The word for it is namurad. Neither you can give it something, nor you can take anything from it. Beautiful. And uh, so yeah, I'm just I like, from my understanding, one tip uh, which I've got, hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong here. So the way you said ki you have to observe the artist's evolution. Hmm. So same happens with paintings also, right? Yeah. You keep looking at the painter's work. You just don't buy one day no. like Degas ka painting like a hmm. You have to follow how he yeah. uh, grew uh, grew and then yeah. yeah. Uh, that is important because then then I know the journey. Yeah. You know, like uh, what has it? I mean, because there are times he doesn't want to play concert and he'll be in a situation he has to play concert. Hmm. So you have to give him that thing, okay, fine. It doesn't come down below a certain level. You have a certain expectation of a certain level. It doesn't come down, but there are times when it will be excellent and sometimes it will be lesser and more and less and more. Just like the breath in your body, you know, more, it will be less and, and you're breathing, that's why you're alive. If it's constant and everywhere it's constant, then I feel something is stuck. Mm. Then he's doing something. Every he's, time he's doing performing, the same thing. he's not performing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, just, uh, he's just playing a circus with his craft. I mean, he knows how to enthrall the audience. But he has some everywhere, somewhere he has to go beyond point, and you have to be able to say, Yeah, this was something. So, in the entire concert, if you can take away one, uh, one instance where it has touched you, I think it's worth it. Because he's, he's a human being, every artist is a music, human being. He'll do good and he'll make mistakes. Point is how he's converting those mistakes into, in, into the beautiful things. And that, that is where you enjoy the thing. 
or sometimes he goes to say something which you cannot imagine and how how did he how did he even say this how is this possible the ascharya has to be created all the time if the ascharya is not being created then then as an artist to look at other artists it's it's very difficult mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, yeah, these are full of quotes. So one more quote, uh, and which nicely ties to uh, the te- learning aspect of a particular artist. So you said uh, you mentioned like learning is not just a technique; mm. it has to be like a part of life. Yeah. So again, with this, uh, I can see few uh, shishas around. So how, like, how do you, in, I mean, to again loosely put, is Guru Shishya still? uh prevalent in music and how do students come and see learn? guru shishya will always be prevalent in music even the people who have had phd degrees have had some guru and without learning with them for many years they have not been able to concert what happens in in the in the in institution in first year you are learn 25 rags before even you imbibe them and understand them next year you have 40 rags <laughs> So here, what the guru is doing, Guru Shishya Parampara, he's watching you. It's not what you are learning; it's what you are doing with what you are learning and what you are doing with your life. So, if someone is playing, uh, you can see the nature of that person, what he is thinking. So, get him back. Chalo, focus on your work. If his mind is straying something, you are waiting to see if he is making a mistake. if he is recovering from that mistake if he is making an effort to recovery from the mistake if he is going way too far that you push him inside he is under observation all the time for many times with our ustad we would just be sitting with them for days neither they would pick up the instrument nor they would allow us to pick up the instrument and sit down this and no talk no philosophy no music nothing just sit with him quietly we talk about cement building politics this happened that something happened then there was this joke uh somewhere something is being shared between the guru and the shishya you have to open their minds you have to remove the fear out of it you have to be able to uh tell them open your minds and share with every everything you have the the, the basic thing about music is if you don't give everything you have in even in music the new things will not flow in so in life they have to start living this thing ki ek hai to de do do aayenge but it's very hard to believe you know ki ye bhi chhod gaya this in a bird in the hand is what to in the bush this doesn't apply to music somehow you have to be able to uh dana this the word to be able to express freely to give freely uh, also sorry, how to, sorry sorry to interrupt but yahan pe i would also like to add ki I'd read somewhere long time back, maybe in six, seven standard, that mm-hmm. when you give away, you are again empty. Yes. So the idea is to again exactly fill it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. The empty you have to because the vessel is not for holding the thing. The vessel is to take because the gush of the river could be so much. So the vessel has to be that strong. So you have to be able to take it, process it, and give it to. Yeah. When you give it, you give it in a probably gentler form. So that is one thing. The next thing is to uh, to change their swabhav, the way they think about. You know, how does a musician think about things? What does he wear? How does he eat? How does he? Because he is going to sit with ten different kinds of people. In you know, he'll be sitting in the palace. He'll be sitting in in a in a in a small uh, parchment somewhere. He'll be sitting on the road somewhere. So how do you interact with the entire 
and how you don't change because you should not get deterred by the you know because it's a palace or you going to play better music <laughs> or you you get that tamak jhamak you know if it gets into your eyes or into your head your work is done you have to keep your work unaffected unaffected at all costs so i have to observe them how they are growing what they are doing what they are saying what they are saying how are they doing how are they perceiving it doesn't matter one takes longer other takes you know slower to learn but uh, it's like building up a small tree you water you put little this thing this there is a window when the uh, student is open in mind you wait for that window to happen then you drop one thing and then that takes effect otherwise you keep on pouring it down this you know nothing will happen to him you know like nanak used to say gurumukhi uh, comes from the person who who says it he has to be understanding because a guru has to say when the student's window is open if he keeps on telling hey isko karo keep on doing this keep on doing this it's not going to work you have to wait for the time when the window is open you put in something and wow. and it starts working wow wow so teaching is 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 a very patient thing similarly i would say learning is is a very patient thing you have to keep on doing because when we were also learning for many years we didn't see anything i mean there was no up and there was no down there was it was like a bottomless pit you like you were inside a vacuum chamber where everything was dark there was no hope and this was not even my first 7 years i'm talking about my first 15 years and it's always ask my staff where is it going is it going forward or is it going backward i don't know where i am he says you don't need to know you just need to do your work i said how can i do is it you have vishwas you have faith in your guru i said yes then just do it it will blossom one day so uh, i mean we just carried with it i mean that's what we try to do with this, uh, in in the guru shishya it's a very it's a very taxing way of learning i mean uh, but at least at the end what happens wherever they reach everyone becomes a winner and they have something to enjoy with the work uh they should not feel at the end of it they should not feel uh uh that they have been unsuccessful in life for that there is a litmus litmus test. test in in the beginning that you tell them you do the scales and you do it for this period of time if the scales improve it's fine he gets interested in it or if we he or he runs away straight away so at the mouth you have to decide whether this person will do it or no others he has wasted his life and for them they have to be they have to be just wait and listen and which is difficult because they want to learn they come here to acquire some knowledge they think they'll fill it and they will go where well, it is normally not the case it doesn't happen <laughs> even if they take it they won't have any use of it had gone to one vipassana uh, thing and where he like mr goenka the sn goenka who's the yeah. uh, he said that they were like he gave two situations one is where the robber wants to rob mm-hmm. so he puts a knife mm-hmm. and the other situation is like a doctor wants to heal the wound so he puts a knife mm-hmm. and in both instances both die yeah so both are not going to go to hell yeah. like the intent is important right yeah. so maybe while you're learning also what is the intent is it to go earn money and perform at yes. like big concerts intent or is, is it very to learn important. the craft itself yes the intent of the student has to be uh, shaped if the intent goes wrong then he is going to go downhill definitely correct sir actually like my interviews in audio gan are typically more to objectively document but i can't resist uh, if you can share what was your like 
like early days and now riya's routine just to inspire in the early days um, i should do quite a lot of riya's uh because about like 10 or like 20 hours no no not 10 20 hours i was 5 6 hours at a stretch because you know veena this particular veena is a very heavy instrument it's mm-hmm. something like the sarod sitar you can play for a lot of time but this you can't do for more than 5 to 6 hours and your back goes and any any fingers get blunt so it's really taxing but uh, i had to do that for two reasons one is to understand the craft another is to have uh make a habit of at least sitting down for long hours yeah. suppose you have to do 3 hour concerts and what do you do so these are two two basic things now as time goes uh, i do less amount of riyas i try to balance um, the riyas in a manner that it doesn't become too much technical or i don't go below a certain bar that uh, below a certain bar that i do, i cannot play it mm-hmm. so i have to maintain that balance because i don't want that superfluous thing also in the hand that you are able to play everything not feel anything so now i balance it at this point in age i would say 2 hours of riyas is good for me it will keep me and then uh, riyas also uh, includes a whole lot of thinking so my father says if you uh, and both of us that was actually if you learn uh, the size the size of a small rai dana then you practice you know 5 kg uh, about your uh, hands extend and you think the size of, of of a room that much thinking you have to do you have to think about how you want to place the things how you want to so you when the more you resolve in your mind the the clearer the picture of what you want to do the better you'll be able to you know it's like it's like perceiving a color and putting that color so once you perceive that particular red what tone of red then you can able then you able to apply that color the same thing in music interesting uh, again like i'll tell the listeners that it's clear that we are sitting here on ground and all the shishans are has been in the same position for like 2 hours and i've changed at least eight positions uh <laughs> sir i would like to conclude with one last question uh, again in one of your interviews you said we cannot compromise with the instruments rituals hmm. even if we die of hunger yeah now that's like a very very uh, like passionate claim so where does this passion come from and i would like to conclude with this note itself because uh, that's hoping that this will be uh, like a- no see the, the the passion comes from being in love it's what our gurus taught us is how to be in love with this work not to do this because you are a musician son not to do it uh, because it has an amazing sound but uh, it is basically an art how to fall in love with art and to be with that art is 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 a lifetime's work you know uh, it is not about surrendering it's about understanding that you can spend your lifetime with this the moment i heard a whole lot of things and i realized what is endlessness in a manner i wanted to do something in my life which didn't have a beginning didn't have an end and there had a guru in front of me and this music which my father said to be a musician is is the best thing is because you can even face a wall and you can play your music you don't require an audience and it will still be yours so you can spend a lifetime with it and he convinced me on that by in, in various methods through playing not not just mentally and he made me see how beautiful it is 
once you see how beautiful it is you are you caught in it hmm. so uh, the question of hunger doesn't rise because uh, many times my father would be playing at home and then he would get up or he would be teaching and my mother would said okay the table is laid out there now and uh, my father said yes coming in 2 minutes and he would pick up the veena and everybody we would shut the shop for food 1 o'clock and he would be playing the veena for some time we sit and after he's played the veena another half an hour people would be just sit engrossed in it then somebody said abhi khate hai bole ha chalo khate hai aur my father said, chalo khana kha khana kha lete hai bhook lagi itna bajwa liya so you know i'm not talking that it is it, it is a kind of sacrifice that you have to do i wouldn't use the word sacrifice uh, saying that i have sacrifice would be saying too much i wouldn't i mean i know Uh, the meaning of sacrifice is too big in life but i know that it holds a part of me in, in such attention that i don't i don't really care about anything else and i can't i can't say this like like i'm proud of it mm-hmm. but this is just the way it is it just pulls you in you know it's uh it is with great humility i have to say that one becomes a part of this work mm. uh you cannot uh, claim to be that you are sacrificing anything mm-hmm. actually i was i was just thinking how to conclude this with because madness crazy all these have some different connotation mara dhire weird lagle kamacho asas we can conclude so, but the this. word for this is bavla bavla yeah so like bavra or bavla so sufis and peers were bavras because they lost themselves in their work hmm. what music does to you you lose for the time being sense of time you you might even forget where you're sitting sometimes you wonder are where am i sitting you forget which city you're in uh, it happens to a lot of people i mean um, but i think it's, it's the best thing to happen to anybody when you can lose yourself for some time and it and this medium allows you direct that's why they say it's closest to god because you lose yourself much easier Thank you sir. Thank you. And that's it from today's Gyan session. Catch us on iTunes, Savan Stitcher or any podcasting app you use. Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Stay tuned for more Gyan on audiogyan.com. Till then, bye.